What's up? What's up? What's up, fellas? Did y'all did y'all hear that beat? Yeah. Y'all like that beat? I'm glad so you cut it back on. You want me to cut it back on? <laughs> I could I play like it like during it. the actual uh show, but that's gonna be the new that's the new instrumental for our opening. Um, like and shout out to my cousin, uh, little Fred, 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 Fred Pryor, um, uh, doing his thing and and supplying us with that beat. Uh, we'll be coordinating, hopefully, with Fish. Maybe with Fish, he'll be creating some opening credits for us. If Fish can't do it, we're going to make sure some opening credits happen. Uh, but I felt good after that beat. Like, I don't know about y'all, but that that when I heard it, that was the first one. He sent me a beat of, like, he sent me a, a drive of, like, maybe, like, 60 beats. And was like, do what you want. Whatever you want to do with them, go ahead. That was the first one I heard, and I was like, I've got to use that because that that right there sets me in the mood to start talking. So what's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to another edition of The Man Experience. You see we're kind of missing one right now, but hopefully he'll join on. Hopefully Fish will be able to get on, uh, just experiencing some technical difficulties. Um, but fellas, y'all want to say hi to our adoring fans out there? Uh, go ahead and say hi. Thanks. What's happening? So uh, today's episode, we're going to be talking about, I think today's episode is going to be interesting. Um, Fish is asking the question, and and it was something that I really, really had to think about. And I don't know, fellas, if you had a difficult time finding something to talk about today, but it was hard for me to try to come up with something in this particular topic. But I think it's going to be very, very interesting. Um and I think I, I I I think we might dive into maybe some things that 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 people probably have never shared, maybe, and and maybe this is an opportunity for them to share out in the open, and maybe also gain knowledge from somebody else who who maybe experienced something and went through something and 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 was able to come through it, whatever the case may be. But I do love today's question, and there he is, fish, looking sexy. <laughs> I finally got in. I finally, I finally got in here. Hold on one second. You good, bro. We just started, man. I ain't even lie to you. I, I, I shared the beat with them that we're going to be playing for our intro and they all seem to like it. Um, I emailed it to you, but, but I will make sure that you, that you get it, get it, um, for you to hear it as well. Um, but I'm just going to go ahead with the Reek and Review. And the Weekend Review is really the Weekend Review as it always seems to be. Another shooting in Alabama, a shooting in Pennsylvania. The Trump situation is still ongoing. Uh, we have the NBA playoffs starting off. The Sacramento Kings are the third seed and beat the Warriors yesterday. I know Nando is feeling some type of way. Fish hit me up last night and basically said he couldn't even believe that the, 
the Kings are a third seed. Um, the Kings have not been in the playoffs. The last time they were was when before the iPhone came out, guys. Before the iPhone, before the iPhone was created, that was the last time the Kings was in the playoffs. Uh, was it the Pedro Stojakovic years? Yes. I think we were yeah. talking about that before you joined on. Was Pedro? Was Mike Bibby? Um, oh it was that. It was that squad. The end of Bibby. Weber. Yeah, um, they had Weber. Yeah, the end of Weber. Yeah, oh, they had Chris Weber too. Yeah, they had Chris Weber. Yeah, oh I forgot God. about that. So that's been a minute. That's been a minute. This is they also the first time in history that all four teams in California have made the playoffs together. Shout out to my Lakers. Uh, uh, y'all talked last week. What, what are you, huh? Ooh. My Lakers, look, don't start with me. You are Never LeBron. You, you like LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to my Lakers. Um, we'll see. Um, Fish and Jamon's team, the Bulls, have been eliminated, unfortunately. Um, are you surprised? I, I mean, I'm I wanted y'all, I, I wanted y'all, but I will say, like I said before, I'm not like a Patrick Beverly fan. Like, I just I, I don't know what it is about him. That I that I don't like. He he's he's not good enough to talk the trash that he like. He's good, obviously, to be in the NBA, but he's not good enough to talk the trash that he talks. That's that why I, just, I like him. Weird. <laughs> Normally, I wouldn't like that, but for some reason, Pat Bev, like I'm just like I like him. <laughs> I, I, I need to mention one thing on the Bulls. They made their mistake by not taking Demar Derozan's daughter to Miami. Oh, yeah, because she was in the background with all that screaming and noise. And he made mention of it that 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 it was a school night. She was gonna be she was gonna be in school and hey. she had to be in school. So I mean I know Fish will remember this. You remember the Giants that year? For the kid running out with the home plate almost got ran over. Yep, yep, you know yep. Dusty Baker. Was that was it dust was it uh was it Posey that uh no it wasn't Posey that picked him up it was um J JJ no Snow JT Snow right JT Snow yep JT Snow. Snow yeah yeah, yeah I remember and, that and it all went downhill from there my brother is Nando Fish they get hype about that 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 sports talk man I need to get them to do a show just on sports like I like I really do like I want them to log into this and just do a show strictly on sports whenever they feel like it. So I'm going to challenge y'all to do that. I'm challenging y'all right now. Are, right? are, we, uh, are we picking who's going to win the finals? We can. <laughs> it's not going to be the Lakers. <laughs> I want them to, but it's not going to be. I'm, um, still, saying, I'm, saying, I'm still saying the Warriors, though. I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see us winning this year. I see us getting past the Kings. But what do you mean, us? Me. You're a Bulls fan. Stop <laughs> that nonsense. Well, the Bulls like, are eliminated, stop, like, so I, can jump, I can jump on the Warriors uh, uh, now. I'm not allowing you to do that. I'm not allowing you to do that. I'm not allowing you to do that. You go down with the team. The Bulls lost, you going down with them. So I can't <laughs> root for nobody now? You can root for them, but you're not going to utilize the phrase of he said, we, "we going to the, we going to win." Like, like that's your team. No, you can uh, root well, for them. Well, Cur- rooting well, for them and then claiming them as your team is two Steph, different Steph things. Curry, we, Steph Curry might not make it past the uh, Kings. I mean, we'll make it past. He'll make it past the Kings, but I don't know if he 
don't make it past the second round. They they just so, can't win on the road. The Warriors. So who would we play? Was it Memphis or or the Lakers? Yeah. That'd be a good one. Them versus Playoff the Lakers. Playoff LeBron. Playoff LeBron. He's leading in what? Scoring, assists. What Playoff else? Playoff LeBron other always is he leading in. Playoff LeBron yeah, always shows up. He always shows up. He always tries to find a way. So I mean, I, it it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Uh, anybody want to make a pick though? Yeah, I, I'm. I, I think right now I'm going to go. I I like the Celtics. Okay. Celtics. I like them coming out of the East. I think they'll get by Milwaukee, and um, I like Phoenix out of the West. Mm. Okay. So Phoenix and and and, and I think um, I think Phoenix will beat Boston. So I'm going Phoenix in six. So KD gets a, his third championship. Correct. Are you? Uh, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, and this might be for Fernando too. Are you one of those ones that feels like he he deserves an asterisk by his name? No. You know my feelings, not at all. No, I don't either. I don't either. The boy can ball. It... This isn't like he like. This isn't like in baseball where you use the cork bat or anything like that. This is you know like yeah. Th- th- this is he went to a team. The team won. You know there should be no asterisks at all. He's not. He's not like going to a team. He's sorry and he's going to a team. To, to ride the pine, right? Or like I said, when applying this, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, um, yeah. He's not going yeah. to a team to just sit on the bench or be a six man. He's arguably one of the greatest players of a generation, if not the greatest player of his generation of players. Um, he's a superstar going to make another team even better than. Right. Well, it, 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 because now if you open up that with the asterisk, then you have to say, you have to apply the same with LeBron. He went to Dwayne Wade's team. Yeah. yeah, we had that. I think I feel like this conversation happened when he did that. When yeah. he had Bosch and Wade to Miami. Yeah, he did yeah. what's best for him. I have no problems with that. Yeah. Brown yeah. won the championship. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's gonna no be in the record books that way, the only, right? The only issue I had with LeBron when he was numbering the championships they were gonna win. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not four, not five, <laughs> not six. <laughs> Any other news, fellas, besides the shootings, the Trump situation? Anybody have anything that they want to share that they did this past week? I, I mean, and the only reason I ask because I do. <laughs> I got I got one small thing that maybe you guys know about, and I should I showed you this, Desmond. I found a um, and Fernando, you may like this too. I found a ROM hack of oh, Ocarina good. of Time that came out. And I have been trying to, that's all I've been doing the last week or so, has been trying to download the ROM hack and play this Ocarina of Time remake, which is called The Sealed Palace. Uh, and I've basically like been watching it on YouTube. Um, like it, 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 It's fascinating. So yeah, You sent me some footage. Yeah, I heard they, it, got a, they got a cease and desist, didn't they, or a takedown letter recently? I don't know if they did, to be honest. Yeah. Interesting. Be awesome to play. I'm I'm excited for the new uh, Breath of the Wild too. So I'm I'm 
I'm, yeah. I'm, I literally have a switch just for Breath of the Wild fish. Like, I'm not even gonna lie Same to here. you. Yep. Like, only game that I have on mine currently right now is Breath of the Wild. Um, I was actually in Maryland this past week, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and left out Thursday. I actually stayed at Blake's house, uh, Tuesday night and Wednesday night, but I officiated a wedding for two phenomenal people. Uh, who got married in Ellicott City, Maryland. I might be saying it wrong, um, but that's where they got married at outside. A young lady who was actually a student employee of mine when I worked at the University of Lynchburg asked me two years ago to officiate her wedding, and I counted it a privilege and an honor to be able to do something so phenomenal and, and share such a phenomenal time with these two young people. Um, many, many, many blessings to uh, the Lanhams. Uh, I got nothing but love for y'all, and I thank y'all. I thank y'all from the bottom of my heart uh, for allowing me the opportunity to do such a phenomenal thing. Um, I also, I also on Friday was involved in a panel on race and social justice uh, to kind of talk about it from the perspective of, of of young people and how we get young people engaged and involved. Um, and, and, and how do we support young people and the ideas that they have as it relates to, to, to community, uh, and, and their livelihood. So, um, I'm thankful obviously for everything that I'm kind of involved in right now and putting myself in, um, and just, just, just thankful. So just wanted to share that with you all. Uh, if you are looking to get married, you can contact me. <laughs> <laughs> Reverence most you can contact me. I will I will officiate. I will officiate. All right. But today's episode is actually entitled When the Going Gets Tough. And I will now turn it over to Fish for today's question of the day. And for the most part, this is just for you guys. Kind of what is the toughest situation that you've ever been in? Um, and how did you get out of it? And it could be, it could be anything, you know. It could be a um, something in school, something at, at at work, whatever. So, you know, how'd you get into it, and then how'd you get out of it, and you know, kind of go from there. So, um, I don't know if I should go <laughs> first or whomever. I guess. Um, uh, thinking about it right now, I guess, um, I, I had to think, I really had to think long and hard to myself. Uh, there you go. Uh, awesome. Oh, you guys are cool. Cool. Awesome. I muted them y'all. Oh, okay. <laughs> Come on. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'm sorry. I was I'm parked beside this truck and these these people opened the door saying they like my cowboy sticker, so I had I had to respond. Mm. Had mm. to. That's just a given. Everything else stops when someone says your cowboys are awesome. So mm. okay, well I thought hey, about this. sometimes lies abound um deep. But go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought long and hard about this. Um and I, I honestly say the toughest time I've had to deal with 
ever is the loss of my father. Um, that that kind of was a no-brainer, and it came to me immediately as soon as uh, the question came up. Um, because, uh, you know, as I said, my father was involved in everything, was involved in just, um, you know, being a leader in the community and, you know, it, it was hard to, it was hard to follow him. You know, everybody was like, you know, you, you know, you're, you're, you're your dad. I can see your dad in your face. I can see your dad in the way you act, but, you know, to follow him would have been impossible because he was just into so much. But when he um, passed away, it was a huge void in my life because I knew all of a sudden, you know, I had to step up and be the man. Um, I had to step up and be, you know, the man of the house. I had to step up and be, not, not, you know, not essentially had to fill his shoes, but, you know, now everything was like kind of focused on me now. But um, what I did was I went ahead and um, I just knew what number one, I prayed to God, you know, to give me the strength and give me the directions that I need to um, move forward with the kind of person that he wants me to be. Um, so I just had to, I prayed first. And then after that, I just took the reins and I didn't try to be him, but I tried to, you know, just instill values in people. You know, he was a people person. So I continue to be a people person. You know, he tries to help. He tried to help people. I continue to try to help people. He continued to, you know, uh, be a community leader. I'm not saying I'm a leader per se, but, you know, I, I want to try to at least better the community in any way that I can, you know, by way of, I mean, it can be on, you know, just being mentors for youth, um, being, uh, you know, just giving advice to people who, who may not exactly look up to you for advice, but, you know, someone that needs advice, you know, just be there for them. And um, I was just, you know, trying to just do what I have to do to make a difference in a world that is just crazy right now. You know, you have shootings every day now. It's easier to take a gun out and shoot somebody other than just to talk and try to make men's. So I'm just trying to, you know, just, just talk to that person. If I could turn one person around that has a bad day or that was looking to go for a life of, you know, just heading down that wrong path of life, if I can just turn one person around, I think I did, you know, I did justice. So that's a long story just to say, you know, worst part of my life, you know, of course, losing my dad and, um, you know, everything that he stood for and, you know, somebody that I looked up to and followed to now having to uh, not take on his role, but to, you know, go ahead and uh, continue his legacy. Did you, when, now, like, when it happened, um, did you, like, talk, like, uh, were people reaching out, were saying, like, hey, you're going to go through this, you're going to go through this feeling, and were they giving kind of advice on how to, like, cope with it? And oh, kind gosh, of, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Help? Yeah, I mean, as soon as it happened, I mean, I, we were flooded with phone calls, and we were expecting it, of course, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, anytime anyone passes away, you know, a family member, you're going to get, you know, the, 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 the whole day of phone calls, you know, 
everyone reaching out to you. I'm sorry. Is there anything I can do for you? And we were prepared for that, you know. Um, but I appreciate it, too, because, you know, it, it just shows, you know, I guess I can say it just shows, you know, your true friends. You know, you have people that are, you know, hey, what's up? You know, family members even, you know, that you try to connect with, you ain't connected with in so long. But as soon as something tragic happens, they step out of the woodwork, you know. I mean, it's all good, but... um to answer your question, Fish, we did have the support of the people that we loved that, you know, helped us. And is and 20 years later are continuing to help us get through, um, well, 23 years later, and continuing to help us um, make it through day by day because, you know, it's just it's every single day, you know, it's something that happens that, you know, you always wish that you had the advice of your dad and um yeah. when you don't have that you know you have to kind of just rely on good friends rely on cousins other people like that you know but there's nothing like um advice from your own father because you know he's been there from day one with you and has helped you through thick and thin whereas nobody else knows so you know with, with him um yeah i mean we, we we had our share of people to help us fish yeah. How how old were you when that happened? Uh gracious. Ninety-seven is when it happened. So um I would say twenty-five or twenty-six is what I was. One of those. Um twenty-five or twenty-six, but um I was working at SET for four years and I can remember how it happened. I can remember the day that it happened as clear as water you know i can i can remember how i got the news i can remember everything i went through all the pain all the feeling everyone i talked to um yeah i remember it yeah but i was um yeah about 25 i guess i'm trying to do the math i'm horrible at math but it's one of those 25 or 26 so no we got it we got it we're good does that answer y'all question (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, Absolutely. that's that's one of the hardest points, and you know, I don't be, you know, it, you know, and I can't speak for everyone who's lost a loved one, but I, it's just, you know, it's just you have to move on. That's true, but it's very, very difficult to move on and to get your life exactly like it was. It'll never be like it was, but you know, it's just hard to to get yourself you know, just raised up in the way that you need to be and the way you think you should be in support of the rest of your family members. Because right now I don't have any brothers or sisters. It's just basically me and my mom. That's it. So that makes it a little bit tougher to do what I have to do later on. You know, you can't, I couldn't, you know, lean on um, a brother. I couldn't lean on a sister. I couldn't, I mean, I can lean on cousins, but that's to an extent since a lot of my cousins live out of town, you know, but you know, I have I have good friends. I have I have close friends that I can lean on, and and you know, do what I got to do to uh to make it to make it work. So um, you know, it's, I, I I'm I'm appreciative of my friends. I'm appreciative of everyone who is um who I can lean on, who I can rely on, and I'm just uh I'm just grateful right there. But you know, nothing ever replaces the feeling that you have um 
on the day that something tragic like that happened. Hey, Jelani, you want anything else you want to say or anything else you kind of want to no, add? No, I mean, no, no, I'm just, uh, you know, I didn't mean for it to be such a Debbie Downer on that. But, you know, the question was, what's the toughest part? So it won't going to be an easy answer for me at all. I can't be like, yeah, toughest part is I'm happy, you know, <laughs> can't say that. But, um, yeah, you know, you just, it just hit me. That's the first thing that came into my mind when you when you said that. And I was like. That's gonna be hard to talk about, but that's what the question is. But the good news is I'm hoping to, you know, it hasn't changed me to the point where I'm just depressed all the time or anything like that. You know, because I can feel him in me still with, you know, what I'll do with the church, what I do with uh, you know, just helping anybody, what I do with the theater and everything like that. I can just feel him within me because he wanted to make a difference. He was an outgoing person, he was the one that you know, made an impact on people's lives. And I think in that aspect, I feel him and that he is inside me. So that's the good news. And that's what I'm proud of. That's it for me. You know, I think, uh, I know you said being a Debbie Downer, I don't really see it that way. It's something that everybody's going to be able to relate to in their life at some point, you know. And so hearing you, you describe the situation, I'm sure it's good for others to, you know, have a uh, cathartic response with that, knowing that, you know, there's, there's, um, as hard as it is to lose someone that there's still a path to, to living your life, you know? Yeah. And I'm not a therapist by no means, you know, I've never, I haven't taken any psychological classes, but you don't have to do that to just be there for somebody and to be able to talk to somebody especially when you went through something that either they have been through going through or, you know, I mean, they don't even have to have a relative that passed away. I mean, they could just be feeling down. It just gives me strength to just be like, look, I can sit down and talk to you. I may not have the answer, but I can definitely relate to, you know, certain feelings that you're feeling. And sometimes that's all it takes. Has anyone else besides you, Jermon, has anyone else lost a parent? No. Amongst us, no. Same here. Yeah. That's why I say right now, guys, every single day, just tell your mom how much you love her. Tell your, you know, your dad how much you love him. And, you know, if you can't just spend as much time with them because when they're gone, it, it, they're gone, you know. So, that's all I would have to say. I, I will say that not necessarily a parent, but I lost somebody that I felt was close enough to be parent-like. Um, so I wouldn't say I necessarily relate to Jamon's particular situation, um, but I think any time that you lose somebody that's close to you, whether that be a parent, a friend, um, anybody of that nature, it, it, it does leave a big void in your life and sometimes you try to to find methods to kind of fill that void um and 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 some people do it well and 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 others don't um and so hopefully hopefully from this from 
what Jamon has kind of shared with you all, you all can see that there there is a light kind of at the end of the tunnel. Um, that legacy legacy normally is is a way to remember those loved ones that we that we lose um and and living our lives for them yep that was deep um i guess i can go next it's hard um mine goes back to late 2012 um i just moved back to charlottesville or i just moved to charlottesville and um i was renting a place out on route 29 and i wanted to be closer to work and i worked um at the x warehouse building which was downtown that was where the tv station was so um i ended up moving in with a another roommate that worked at the station she ended up um leaving to go to roanoke for a tv position down there and um i was left with the lease and it was a lot more that i can bite off to chew so for two or three months um it got me to the point where i was in the negative cash flow to where my account was negative and i almost was at a position where this is early 2013 i was like i need to do something because my credit's ruined um i'm not making any money here i could potentially go back to florida um, and I was thinking of supplemental income coming in or needing to do something. Um, and one of my coworkers is like, well, why don't you just become a videographer and just kind of work on the side? And I was like, well, I don't have any money right now. I have nothing going on. And um, I ended up buying a camera for 200 bucks. And was like, all right, well, here you go. Um, it, was, it wasn't like my last 200, but um, I already was kind of getting um, um, notifications from the the landlord that I need to start paying and otherwise it'd be out. Uh, I don't know if you know this, Jamon, or not, but you remember, like, you remember the the apartment that I was in? Um, the green I don't room? even know if I, yeah, I don't even yeah. know, um, but, it, you know, I got myself in such a hole there where, like, I almost just moved Wait, where, back to Florida. Where, you said Greensboro? No, no, no. Uh, this is in Charlottesville. 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 Oh, 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 yeah, I remember. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, Um, But I kind of like my my freelancing business started then. Um, I I, I didn't know anything kind of, um, I guess I, I worried more about kind of going out on Fridays and Saturday nights that like I just saw my bank account just bottom out and you know at the time I was in my late 20s and I was like ah, I'm young I can do whatever the hell I wanted and never really focused on the financial side of it where um almost really like kind of got me there but I do remember that um there was one night where I just sat at my kitchen table I was like you know what the hell am I going to do um for a couple of days, I wasn't really eating or, 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 or sleeping well or not. Um, it just kind of like 
ate at me. Like, what the hell am I going to do? This is going to um, be a be an issue going forward with any job perspective or um, just on my credit. Um, but it's amazing. Yeah, I I I I, I, I um, started surfing like Craigslist vigorously back then for like video jobs and. You know, I ended up getting a couple and um, um, was able to dig myself out of the hole that I had created. But yeah, at the time, um, you know, I made a really stupid financial decision, which was, um, oh, I'd like my own um, apartment without getting a roommate in. And, um, you know, I just at the time I, I looked at it like this would be more of like a 90210 bachelor pad and not worry about anything else at it. Um, <laughs> It was definitely tough. Fish uh, Perry. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely tough. A lot of, like, you know, sleepless nights and everything like that. But, um, you know, it also opened up another door, which is freelancing. You know, I still do that today. So, um, what is it? When the door closes, a window opens or something like that? Absolutely, man. What the saying is, and that kind of takes, you know, precedence on that. So, I'd say that's the, uh, you know, the toughest situation that I was in where, you know, I, I, I almost wouldn't be here right now. Or are you, I almost wouldn't be in Virginia right now. I'd be somewhere in Florida. Are you uh, like, are, do you still stay in contact with the initial roommate that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, oh, with the initial roommate? No. Okay. With my buddy who, you know. The one that went to Rono. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't stay in contact with them. Okay. So for a minute there, I'm not gonna lie, fish and y'all. Please, please don't, please don't shun me or get on me. But when fish made the comment that a friend came to him and was like, "Yeah, you should do," I literally thought in my head, in my head, that sounds like the friend is gonna say, "You should do OnlyFans." But obviously, it was in 2013. But that was like the like the first thought that came in my head was like was like yeah this is an opportunity for you to do OnlyFans. Oh um, man, which is which is which is wild. Feet picks, fish feet picks. Shoot. <laughs> sorry, sorry. People but it's some, a, yeah. But it's a but it's but it's a learning scenario, right? Like we've all like made some poor decision or some decision that had some kind of impact on our lives that. We probably sat back and thought like what like what what was i thinking um but then but then hopefully there was something that po- that came positive as a result of that decision um because we learned right it was it was and it, it, it was never put money that you don't have on a credit card and not pay the interest or mm. you know yep Twenty-four, twenty-five percent interest. You know, each month adds up quickly. It does. Yeah. Face. Yeah. So. Well, uh, I'm happy that you're still in Virginia. So uh, am I. Because obviously, we probably wouldn't have what we have going on right now. Maybe we would, um, but there's also that possibility that we that we would. Yeah. So, no, I'm happy to get out of that. That that was a uh, tough one, and that was just me being stupid on, um, yeah, having the credit card limit to where you think you're invisible and you really aren't. Mm. 
you might need to come talk to some of these young people I'm talking to right now. I'm doing financial literacy in the after school program um, that I'm talk that I'm that I'm doing, and because it is financial literacy month, um, and yeah, like just just talking to them about making sure and ensuring um, the difference between renting and buying interest rates and all that kind of stuff. Like, don't now is the time that you can really mess yourself up. Yep. <laughs> young person. Oh my gosh! Yeah, credit scores—that's a big thing. Yeah, balancing a checkbook, everything. So, anyway, that's mine. Anything? Um, who wants to go next? I got you. I go next. <clears throat> so I really had to think a lot about this, like what I considered a, a tough situation and what I consider just me being stupid, right? Like making dumb mistakes as a 18, 17 year old kid, um, situations that I got into on my own, um, just being dumb. And so I've, I've, I tried to take those out of the equation. And honestly, um, what I came up with, the biggest one for me was getting married. And before y'all say anything, I'm not talking about my wife, current wife. A lot of y'all might know this. I was married one time before. <laughs> I um, was like, hey, this is live. Now I know you know that. Right? <laughs> before Andrea comes running here and John Cena's me right in front of everybody. Yeah, but that could be a, that could be a tough situation still it in can, itself. It, and, sure, and, sure. it doesn't, doesn't take away uh, from the fact that you love the person. It's just true. True. So a lot of people may not know this, but I was married once before. Um, and I didn't, I, I didn't want to get married, even at the time. Uh, but we had been dating for so long and I've personally felt like I was being, uh, you know, guilted into marriage. Mm. Um, I, I think that now I think I thought it then too, but you know, whatever I the ultimate decision was up to me. So I didn't want to get married. It's not something that I felt like she was a great girl. She's a nice girl. She still is. I'm sure. Um, but it just, it just, we would, got to a point where we we're arguing all the time right this is leading up to the to the marriage even and so we still i still went through with it got married and for about a year we were married and um just the same thing continued to happen right and you know i'm i think i was like 24 at the time 23 maybe um and um just thinking to myself like i don't really know any better like is this supposed to is this how marriage is right you just argue because it's two people and you just got to make it work right like um there are some some other factors that i won't really go into um but i handled it completely the wrong way right first of all i got married when i knew i didn't want to second of all instead of just getting divorced or having it annulled i was a coward about it and let it go on for like a year right and and then finally i just decided i, I sat her down and i was like look like this isn't working like obviously for me but for you i'm sure you're not happy either and um i was like i'm just not in, just was honest with her i was like i'm not in love with you anymore um i'm sorry for interrupt what, what was her reaction um if you don't mind me, asking. me in the testicles wow <laughs> so so do you do you from, i guess from that response do you feel like she felt the same way or no i don't i don't think so um, I think she just felt like it was something we were working through, um, because she was very Yeah. I kind of knew like she was going to do it too. It was weird. I just had this feeling, 
when I'm talking to her. I don't know why. Maybe because I knew her for so long, right? Because um, I knew her like, geez, at that point, like six years, like not together for six years, but I've known her for that long. Um, and so, yeah, so um, it went about as poor as it could have gone. Um, but, you know, it was like a huge relief off of my shoulders afterwards, you know, like um, being able to just be honest with her and be honest with myself. And because, um, you know, you lie to yourself when you're in situations, too, that you don't you don't want to feel like a failure, obviously. Um, and also at the time, like just me personally, I, I don't think I should have been married at 24. Just it works for some people. It didn't work for me. I was very I wouldn't say I was immature, but I had a lot of growing up to do. Um, do, you, do you feel like she was mature? Uh, no, I, I don't think so either. I think she was in a hurry to get married. Um, this shouldn't come as a surprise to nobody. I'm not the most religious person. I have my beliefs and um, they're different from you know traditional Christianity, but she was very religious. And I think part of her felt guilty for living with me you know before we were married and so i think that probably came in as well when you set her down and was like oh yeah i'm not feeling this like right 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 <laughs> oh we never um, get divorced <laughs> right so you know obviously one who wants to be divorced already at 24 i think it was finalized at 25 or whatever um but again like I think it plays into like her being more religious than I was. Um, probably if the whole thing affected her way more psychologically than me, I'm just guessing, right? I, I can't really speak for her. Um, but you know, when you're you're going into um, another room just so that you could be away from the person, right? So you know that you're going to start an argument or something like, or an argument is going to happen. And you're just avoiding them i'm just like this isn't like a way to live you know what i mean um so i feel like i just made the hard decision for both of us um because i failed to make that decision the first time yeah yeah how many when you were going through this kind of like how many emotions were like kind of like you know you experiencing yeah pretty much all of it right because you, yeah. you go through anger um at, at her and yourself or him or her depending on the situation almost but, like why couldn't we make this work right right and then so i tend to overthink things and internalize things a lot and so i'll start off in that angry phase and then i'll go through um self-criticizing myself i was like well maybe if i did this 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 maybe it's me that's the issue right and then i'll go through like um just kind of like you don't want to be that statistic of of like um uh you know failing at something right like am i not really trying hard enough you always hear about people who are like oh if it's broke you just throw it away that's what's wrong yeah. with young kids these days right and so you know there's all that stuff in your mind you know um resentment anger sadness that whole range of emotion regret sometimes that even if like am i doing did i do the right thing at that point you know but so oh go ahead i'm sorry i was no, just gonna go say so so pretty much every every emotion major emotion i think you you experience um you know yeah. but obviously you recognize wasn't your fault 
wasn't her fault. It was just two people that just probably shouldn't have been together. Yeah. You know, essentially, um, it, just two people that shouldn't have gotten married, too young to get married. We, we, we weren't grown enough, right, to know each other. And um, one of us needs to be grown up, I feel like, when two people get married, right? At least one of them needs to be able to, to look at things through a mature lens or a, a more uh, mature lens than the other. And, you know, unfortunately, at the time, I didn't have a, a wide group of friends I had you know moved away from a lot of some of y'all might not know this but i moved to virginia from california so all my family was still on the the west coast um i talked to my brother a lot about this before it happened um and so he was he was a good um good person to vent to right uh, but obviously he's younger than me right he's two years younger than me i think and uh, so he doesn't have more experience in this he's probably thinking along the same way as I do but I feel like he is more level-headed when it comes to certain things so I respect his 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 um advice um so I didn't have a lot of friends at the time to go to for advice um I think that was even maybe one of our issues too is I didn't really have a a friend group outside of the people that she knew right so I couldn't really go to people that I considered friends for advice without it maybe going back to her so you almost like in that scenario your identity was her yeah right that's exactly exactly it wow there's a lot of a lot of people that i knew that there's some that i'm still friends with but there are a lot of people that i consider at least that i thought were close friends um that i pretty much lost after because of that yeah Yeah. Yeah. and I, i didn't realize that maybe I considered our friendship um, closer than than just my marriage to her but apparently that's what it was yeah. so. did yeah. you did you feel like like once it was going through the divorce it was like you did you feel like I don't know if a hostage situation, but did you feel kind of like you were captive or hostage until it was finally finalized no honestly because um, it was it just things worked out so yeah pretty much that we were we lived in a townhouse together and the lease ended like two months later after this happened so the timing was just okay right uh so i i lived there it was um maybe it was three months but you know it was it felt more so like i splintered off completely so because of the how so our my friends group was so intertwined with her or with who she how do i want to say this the friend group was hers basically right and so being able to separate myself i made two really good friends people i consider brothers sean and derek i know sometimes you guys watch um and they helped me out a lot through that um when it was happening and so i kind of met them when i first got married and then over that year we became good friends and so being able to separate my f- new friend group completely from her uh, really helped not have that feeling right yeah. um being held captive to waiting for this to be finalized and because i had friends that could help me uh, that were separated from her that could help me um kind of just not think about it and that you could go out with and hang right. out with and associate yep. with um yep. and disconnect from her um, right with wow wow yeah. 
y'all are learning some interesting things today people <laughs> if, if nothing else and, and 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 listen to what these fellas are saying because uh these are not these are not scenarios that aren't that aren't uncommon right like everyone's gonna lose somebody right um everyone's going to go through maybe a relationship that maybe they shouldn't be involved in um everyone's probably going to go through a situation in which they make a, a decision on something that maybe they should have made a decision on um these are real life changing and life altering events that that we all could go through at any time during our lives so please please take a listen to what these fellas are saying because it, it it might help you it might help you i'll just say one more thing the, the biggest lesson i learned from that is basically to say no right if, if you if you have to like you can't be afraid of what's going to happen if you say no if you're in a situation where saying no is is makes you afraid not physically but makes you afraid you know mentally of, of the repercussions and you probably shouldn't be in that situation mm. you know it's a red flag in of itself mm. that's a word all right i'll shut up <laughs> blizz you next or or me i believe all right <clears throat> I got a lot of follow-up questions for you. I'm joking. I'm joking. Go ahead. I'm joking. All right. So um, let's see. Mine is a lot. All of y'all know me from um, Lynchburg or the Lynchburg area or whatever. Lynchburg College, LC, all that. Um, I met Desmond first, and then it was y'all after that. So let's see. I graduated college, excuse me, high school in 2006. Lynchburg College was not the school that I was supposed to graduate from at all. Um, I began at George Mason, but um, some, sometimes you deal with life, life happens, mistakes happen, and I did not end up finishing that. So that was a tough situation that I was in because I had to watch people that I started with there at that school graduate and, and do all these things and here I am back kind of at square one and so that was tough you know to see that and kind of have to think okay well where would I be or where would the traje trajectory of my life have been if I did originally finish that so I didn't, and I had to kind of literally start from the beginning. Um, I went back to community college, and I only was I only had to go for a summer because I already had mad credit. Next thing you know, I'm in Lynchburg, Lynchburg College, and that's where I ended up finishing. And so, like I say, it took me longer than others. You know, everybody's timing is different, but. Um, I guess I could say it's, it definitely did bring out some good because I literally would not have met y'all at all if, 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 you know, things had went the opposite way. And so, you know, me being there did allow me to experience new things, be new people that are still in my life today. And um, it was just kind of a situation where I had to suck it up and not worry about what nobody else was doing and just focus on my shit. And, and getting where I needed to be. 
you know, me me looking at other people and seeing kind of what they're doing wasn't helping. I just had to focus on me at that time and, you know, kind of keep myself encouraged and, you know, knowing that even though I did have to kind of reset, at the end of the day, my main goal was to finish. I was not going to not finish. It was no question, you know. So that was kind of a situation that I um, had to kind of push through and, and kind of humble myself and, and know that, you know, everybody's path is different. Quick question for you. Do you, do you oftentimes even now find yourself thinking about the trajectory where your life would be? Like, do you, do you, do you, do you question that? Um, even at this point, at this stage in your life? Every once in a while, but not like to the point where I'm uh, down with myself. You know what I mean? Because like I said, everybody's time is different, you know, in, in certain things. So um, you can't necessarily compare to what others are doing. You got to focus on what you, you are doing. Well, I was going to ask you that, uh, Blizz. Um, I was going to piggyback off of what Desmond just asked. Do you find yourself sometimes, um, I guess, being jealous of somebody that's doing better than you or um, whose life is going in the right direction? It looks like yours is static because that's what I was going through a lot. But um, I had to remember that, you know, and I'm getting biblical now that that's not what God wants. God, God wants you to... Uh, be your own person and you know be happy for the one that's blessed no i never felt like as far as the um being potentially jealous or envious uh, the way i look at stuff like that is this even though you may view potentially view a person that quote unquote may be doing better then you are in a different situation than you don't be jealous don't be envious because at the end of the day you don't know what that person is dealing with behind closed doors. So all that or, shit or even what that person had to go through to get to that point. Right? Right. So Yeah, that's yeah. true. Everybody's got their own everybody's got their own season. Everybody's got their own blessings at different times. Everybody's got their own journey that they have to walk to. Right. So like I don't want anything that's that's not for me. I don't want something that somebody else had. Cause I don't know what they had to do to get it. You know, I it's no the way i look at that is just everybody has a different path you can't focus on what other people are doing in that way be happy for them but don't be envious you don't know what they're going through or what they dealt with to get to where they are i often say um I often say, and, and obviously it's a, it's a common phrase, but I often say it doesn't matter when you finish, it's that, it's that you finish. Like, so if you have a goal set out for yourself, it doesn't matter when that goal is accomplished, it's that you have put enough into it um, that you do, in fact, finish. We see people now 90 years old graduating with degrees. Right. And and obviously I'm not saying you should you should certainly wait till you 90 to graduate, but but the the the, the thought is there um that if you have a goal that you've set out for yourself, um that don't 
there, there shouldn't necessarily be a time limit or a time frame upon which you finish that goal as long as you finish that goal that's that's the most important um aspect of it um so i commend you blake um i mean i i i kind of share that with you because i started off at lynchburg college my first child was born and not as a result of my first child being born did i leave but financially i was not ready to be a college student i'm just gonna be honest with you um and so my timing kind of got knocked off as well i didn't graduate with my ba um until what 2013. so like i like i like i definitely feel where you're coming from um but but i think for me it made it even more uh more so something that i sought, something that i wanted back then i was i was i was still like fernando said in his situation i was still immature right like so i wasn't i wasn't serious um necessarily about college goofing off and playing around getting c's and whatever um and then that kind of came and happened and was like man you, what are you doing what are you doing so i commend you man I, 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 and I commend anybody that's willing to whatever at, at whatever point that you're trying to accomplish something that you're finishing it, and don't and don't try to keep up with the Joneses. <laughs> that's that's the old saying, right? Yep. Stop trying to keep stop trying to keep up with the Joneses because, like you said, we don't know what the Joneses are going through. We don't know what the Joneses got going on. We don't know what the Joneses had to do to get whatever it is that they have. You know that mercedes in their front yard might be nice looking but we don't know what's going on in that house so and one last thing i'll say uh one piece of it that was definitely tough in that specific situation was dealing with um i guess i would say doubters so it's kind of like oh you know maybe you should you know Go to the military. My dad was on that for me. I'm like, I'm not going. Like, I'm not. That ain't for me. You know, you know what's for you. You know, he went and that was for him. That worked for him. May not have worked for me. Let, was, let me ask you this to that. Did you have to separate yourself from people because of that? Like, were there people that, you know, you were very close with and because like they were kind of filling your head with that maybe friends um that you were like nah like i can't i can't deal with this person no more no i don't think um you know my friends they they were supportive okay at that time like i you know was kind of just transparent with them about you know what, what was going on but um the end of the day i had to it was more so family members not necessarily nuclear parents, but extended family members. You know, people want to talk and all that, but and have an opinion, but that's not for them to their decision to make at the end of the day. Yeah, you got to live your life and be happy with what it is that you chose to do, not what somebody chose for you. Correct. You know, sometimes people will put you in this mold of what they think you are, right? And so when they give advice, they give advice towards what they think you are. Um, and not necessarily in a negative way, but you know, we have preconceived notions about people and everybody, even ourselves, right? And so um, I think sometimes it's hard to just separate 
you know, you definitely got my respect. Um, but sometimes it can be hard to separate genuine advice from them just trying to push you into a mold, right? That's why I stopped giving advice. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even gonna lie. Sometimes, like, I just sometimes I sometimes nowadays I listen sometimes just to listen, like, I like no response given. If, if you if you want it, you'll ask me, but nine times out of ten, I'm just like, hmm. Cause in my mind, in my mind, normally I'm always thinking this person has already made the decision for themselves as to what they want to do. No amount of advice that I give them is going to change that. So, <laughs> but, but no, I, yeah, I, I commend you. I commend each and every one of you actually for, for sharing these deep, um, scenarios. I, I, I guess that's time for me to, to share mine. Yeah. That'd be you. All right, so so mine isn't necessarily a tough situation necessarily, um, but you all went through this with me. You four gentlemen went through this with me. Um, my wife went through this with me. Several people went through this with me. Um, and really, what it boils down to, and and Nando, my sister, will probably um, <laughs> think about this as well, but what it boils down to was making the decision to leave a job, um, that I was at and had been at a place for 14 years of my life. Right. Um, it was a situation in, in which I had become accustomed to the people around me, uh, to my coworkers, knowing them seeing them on a daily basis and knowing that this is going to be my lot in life for the rest of my life this is where i'm going to be and making a decision to go out on a leap of faith um to leave somewhere where where comfort had resided right where comfort had came in and put itself and, and even though even though i was going through uh, probably periods of where where I didn't feel good about myself or I didn't want to do this anymore. I stuck through those periods, right? I stuck through those times um, and allowed myself to, to, to become complacent, to become complacent in a place that I know that I was not giving my all, right? Like I'm not, I'm not giving, I'm, 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 I'm giving my all, but I'm not giving my all because I'm here, but I'm not really here. My mind is is on something else. It is somewhere else. It wants to be somewhere else because I'm not feeling this anymore. Um, ultimately, ultimately, like I said, I took a leap of faith. I took a leap of faith in 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 uh, an environment that I was not familiar with. I I went out and got another job um and that's that's kind of it right like i i was in a place where for 14 years of my life i had inhabited i had been there i had been a person that was familiar it was it was a familiar spot for me it was waking up every day knowing that i'm going to be here from this time to this time um and i had to take a leap of faith I had to take a chance on myself, uh, not believing in myself and maybe even my abilities to do the next job that I went into because I was I was I was doubting myself because of the place that I was just coming from. Um, And so that was truly a tough situation for me. You all went through that that 
whole thing with me i was constantly messaging y'all look i'm going through this this is happening today this happened today can you believe this happened today um and you all you all challenged me my wife challenged me people were challenging me so what are you going to do about it like what are, what are you going to do about it you're miserable you're feeling awful you're not giving this your all what are you going to do about it and ultimately i took a leap of faith and i i left i did did you have a lot of like sleepless nights too where you're like crap what do i do you know go back and forth man i had there was a period of three years i'm not gonna lie to y'all there was a period of three whole years in which i was waking up at the same time every day and i could not go back to sleep so i would go to sleep wake up two three o'clock in the morning and then for the rest of that morning i'm up and thinking to myself thinking to myself okay what did i do wrong yesterday what did i mess up on yesterday what do i need to work on today what 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 needs to happen um and constantly beating myself up because of it so so much so i mean it was the part it was part of the reason why i started going to therapy right like doubting myself and doubting my ability from from one job to the next um was, was part of that reasoning so yeah sleeping in sleepless nights fish yes three straight years man are you happier now yeah. than you, you were the last three years of being there i i would say so um i i i would definitely say so um it, it where i'm at has now has allowed me the opportunity to to focus more attention on the things that like really truly matter right like there were times bro i'm not gonna lie to you there were times where i felt like i neglected family right like i felt like that i was neglecting people that i loved and cared for who also loved and cared for me um just because i had to be at work like i got like i got to go like i got to go i re i remember an incident and people will probably hate me for this but i remember an incident of of leaving i was staying at my grandparents at the time leaving my grandparents house my my grand and finding out watching this happen but finding out after i got to work my grandfather had a heart attack and and i literally watched the ambulance pull up but in my mind i got to be at work right and so i'm at a point now where i've literally been able to prioritize what what's important to me what 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 are the things that matter um in my life and as blake will probably mention because i've said this to him several times i like i value my time more so now than anything um it is very important to me and time spent with the people that i really really care and love um on and and that wasn't necessarily the case when i was working there that three years because it was always was always something right like there was always an email that came in um you gotta work on this you gotta fix this this gotta happen this 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 that and the third i would go on vacations i would be on vacation checking my phone uh for emails to respond to people i remember one time somebody literally hit me up in an email i responded i responded to the email and then this person goes well hey 
you're supposed to be on vacation stop replying to emails and it's like but if i hadn't responded to you 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 would have had a whole fit and probably told uh my supervisor that i didn't respond and you saw my vacation respond like it, it's not like it wasn't there um so yes i can honestly say that I'm, I'm 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 a lot happier still got a lot of work to do on me um but i am a lot happier than i was those last three years people who saw me would would, would essentially say like they, they would have parties on the floor or parties at the job people bringing food you're not eating ah, i gotta get the work done i gotta get i got to get this work done so yes yes i'm i'm, I'm not at that place anymore so yeah yeah because these jobs don't care about us like that we are replaceable we are we are yeah. and the bad part about that bro is that i knew that right like that's not something i didn't knew as a matter of fact i would share it with people like i would tell people like at the end of the day we're replaceable but here i am checking away um trying to go over in the over and beyond above and beyond um to make sure things work and things happen yeah and, uh, you did you did yep yep you did a friend friend told me a long time ago he said never never lay yourself out for a company that wouldn't hesitate to lay you off so and that's every last one of yep. them yeah. <laughs> you know and and we're not sitting here telling you that that you shouldn't work hard don't don't right don't there's a difference to that. There's a, there's well, a, there's do a your job do your job and go home do your job it's a wrap do your job and go then. home because burnout will happen and as my brother nando said at the drop of a dime they'll be like oh, time for you to go yep i mean at my job i'm still on probation since last october i'm not on probation until october of this year they could let my ass go. Yep. Whenever. I'm still on performance reviews and shit. So it's I'm not breaking my back for these people at all. But I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I think the toughest part for me was making that decision as to whether or not I was gonna leave. Yeah. Right? Like because I kept going back and forth in my head. I'm comfortable here. I know this. I at least know this. I know these people. Um, I don't know what's over there right like i don't know whether or not the grass is truly greener on the other side and so i need to i i need to really really think about this um and i and and i i truly involved my wife i talked to her a lot uh we sat there we talked back and forth she told me weigh the pros and cons of everything um and ultimately the decision was was to leave um it was a toxic toxic environment um and yeah just just had to make the decision that was best for me like y'all were talking about lebron earlier <laughs> going to south beach <laughs> but this is real right this is real because even as our listeners out there you all are probably going through something tough right now that you you don't necessarily know how how to get through it how to navigate through it or whatever the case may be and and and, and maybe our situations that we share today obviously probably 
are not the same as your particular situations um but hopefully hopefully through us you were able to to learn how we navigated our particular situations and how you can best now navigate through your particular situation um feel free to contact us at any time as you can see uh you can follow us on instagram twitter and facebook as well as youtube as a matter of fact i would encourage you to follow us on those platforms but i would also encourage you to contact us at the manspirience at gmail.com uh maybe you're going through something and, and 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 maybe you want advice maybe one of the fellas here could certainly offer advice or give you advice or maybe you just want somebody that's going to listen to you like nine times out of ten that's what people want just somebody to be a listening ear to bounce ideas off of um we could be that like we could be that for you so please please don't hesitate to contact us and let us know about maybe a tough situation that you went through that you resolved if if you feel comfortable um please do that because we certainly want to hear from you all uh this is not just us five gentlemen getting on here and just talking about our experiences and our livelihoods and in our lives um this is an opportunity for you all to engage with us share with us um and and learn from us as well as we learn from you um so we want to hear from you definitely definitely follow us hit us up gentlemen is there anything else anybody wants to say or has a question about or anything so, of that nature? one thing i heard from a, a friend of mine seems like my friends have a lot of sayings but one thing i heard one time was cold calculated decisions make cold calculated mistakes but doesn't mean you shouldn't still try to make them. <laughs> Ugh, I'd like that, man. I, I should have typed that up and then put it in the in the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anything else? Well, you all don't see Jamon right now. He's actually, I guess, rehearsing for a performance that he'll be doing. Uh, maybe next time he'll come on and he'll actually tell you about that performance. Um, be on the lookout. Uh, Blake and myself are going to be on an episode of the Lady Brown Sugar Show. Um, and you can catch that on Facebook. And she will also post it on her YouTube. Um, they're going to be talking about dating. 2023 what's dating like in 2023 yes man though they got the married man on there talking about dating in 2023 i don't know what insight i might have uh because i stopped <laughs> dating a long 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 time ago um but certainly check us out and hopefully hopefully if you all if you all chime in and hit us up and be like yo we would love for fish and fernando to do a sports version of this show hopefully we can get them to do it um, because I think it'll be phenomenal. I think people would definitely watch. Um, and yeah, yeah. Ideas flowing in my head constantly. <laughs> um, but always, as always, uh, this is the man experience. And we invite you every two weeks to come and experience man uh, as only we know how. Uh, we're going to be unfiltered at times. We're going to share our thoughts and share our, share our ideas we're not going to agree on everything every time um we're going to we're going to be in some disagreements sometimes and that's what makes it interesting uh, but at the end of the day we are brothers and we love each other and we love each and every one of you we will see you on april 30th for our next episode as always be blessed peace
Thank you.